Hello and welcome to Stoneboy Speaks. Uh, first of all, I just want to wish you all a happy Yule. Not Christmas, really, but <laughs> and the reason for that is um, just as a precursor to our main thing is, uh, of course, the interesting point about Christmas is um, whilst of everything in, in favour of celebrating, you know, uh, the birth of Jesus, uh, he's a beautiful being and a uh, one of the people and the beings on earth that I have the most time for. Um, the problem is that what people don't realize is that um, Yuletide is actually uh, an ancient pagan celebration, which we know, of course, that just comes from the knowledge of the mystery schools, which is totally fine. Um, knowledge of nature and everything to do with it, and the beauty of regeneration, and to do with the darkest time in winter, the 21st of December, really. Uh, and it's it's a ancient uh, winter celebration, and what they did is, of course, they mapped um, this the supposed birth of Jesus onto that the to the the Catholic Church mainly, and the ancient churches mapped it as a connection to that. If you look back through many historical traditions, you'll see that the twenty fifth of December was marked in many many ancient traditions for the birth of many supposed deities including Mithra including um, Horus there are many and if you look at the documentary very famous um, Zeitgeist online which is free go have a look at it it's, I saw it like probably 18 to 20 years ago uh, it, it's excellent it has some points that need updating now but yeah so you can see from it that there's a huge amount of um, let's say, you know, uh, uh, worshipped beings and ideas of, of, of gods, not the gods we've been talking about, the Anunnaki gods, but other ones largely, who were attributed as having the 25th of December. The reason for that is because on the 21st of December being the darkest year, what happens is it's representative of the, the, the sun and uh, cosmological movements, so that the sun um, on the 21st, uh, is at its lowest point on the horizon. It then appears to stay there for a few days and then rises in one degree, by about one degree, I think I'm correct in saying, on the 25th. Hence, um, the same mythologies that were attributed to Jesus, the idea of death and resurrection, are also attributed to the same other deities. If you check it out on Zeitgeist, it's broken down very deeply and very simply and straightforward. Um, where you can see that, that there are about 10 other mythical deities of some nature that were uh, supposed to have been born on December the 25th to a virgin, um, died on the cross, and were resurrected after three days. So you can see that this ties in to the ideologies of the ancient mystery schools. Um, which is to do with, of course, this idea of resurrection, where they took that practice we know from previous episodes about resurrection, and you know you went and hid in the cave for three days. That's just a chosen amount for them, of course. Uh, you know you had the outer body experience and you rose again. And the reason they did it three days, and the reason they did it with opening the cave door and all the rest of it, and this idea of you know rising from the dead, yeah, because you've been metaphorically dead. Um, you know you haven't had food and water for three days, and you've been hallucinating. The reason they did that representative of that time was to do with the solar cycle. And the solar cycle, of course, is the sun sinking there 
on December the 21st and then, you know, as I say, um, on the 25th, rising again. So you can see the allegories. Uh, what I'm saying is we have to be clear on what is really going on here. So Yuletide, great, celebrate those things. It's a beautiful thing. It's a beautiful time of year to, to celebrate that. I have no problem with uh, anybody celebrating anything to do with that or to do with Jesus, wonderful things. But um, let's not make the mistake of thinking it was his birthday or anything to do with that. Um, it really, really wasn't. And uh, they tried to steal the ideas that he taught and kind of mix them up. That's the bottom line is, you know, this great rebellious leader who brought brilliant teachings. They tried to kind of obfuscate that, confuse it with other ideas and map it onto other traditions that they kept without telling you the reason why they kept those traditions um, and the power in some of those traditions which tie into the cosmology of the surrounding, you know, um, solar system, galaxy, whatever, and of course the the cycles of the Earth, which we've talked about greatly, you know, um, all mystery school tradition and paganist tradition, which is the same thing, tied into those that great knowledge of uh, nature. Anyway, that's my precursor introduction. So anyway, happy happy Yule to you all. Enjoy it. Have a, a wonderful, peaceful one with your families. I hope you love it. Um, on to today's topic, which is in fact fear. Uh, pain and healing. Fear, pain and healing. And today's topic is because I had uh, an intuition recently from from my own experiences and, and this intuition was, I think, extremely important and I wanted to share it today for these reasons because I think it has huge carryover to people's ability to utilise these powers that are theirs by birth and uh, inherent within them and that is this first of all so if we think about you know um fear well we've talked about fear is the controlling thing which is used around the world by the powers that be to control you it is used in numerous forms okay and most of the time these days they don't need to, to even try because you you kind of do it yourself uh one of the parameters in which this happens might be to do with let's say um you know physical health to do with uh, illness right so rather than realizing that let's so the what's what's fundamental to everything is the field of all things we know this right the conscious quantum field of all things that quantum field is tied in directly to consciousness we are all the field we've discussed this that field state um is available to you to manipulate we, we've talked about this too through your conscious interaction with it and the key as we've said before is not to ask it to 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 beg of it doesn't respond to that because it doesn't understand what you're saying it is to give it directions uh, you know you're nav navigating through the field so therefore you are telling this beautiful conscious and en energy field with with conscious beauty in it you know um, what you choose and so you give it directions you know I am this I am you know I choose this what, whatever your statements they should be in that sort of form um, now within that if you then think it's you know something in your life is not working out or you're in pain whether that pain may be physical mental spiritual emotional it may be insecurity it comes in so many forms in our life doesn't it we're constantly bombarded with it and you think about that we are constantly bombarded with it and aware of it because our surrounding um you know social environment puts it upon us all the time whether that be physical illness whether that be the pain of you know being hit in the face whatever right or whether that be um you know um 
a pain of an emotional breakup with somebody or, or, or you know the the death of a loved one or any of these sort of things or the pain of a loved one um, all these things are dealing with that idea of pain which stems from and this is the point all pain comes from the idea of fear and this is what we need to understand so if we think that the source of all things is this flowing energy field that flows through and in all things right what does fear do why is fear so important in the picture well fear is the equivalent if you imagine that the system of the creator source this field of all things flows through imagine like um, it's flowing through, I don't know, it could be a neural network in your brain, it could, be, um, it could be a water system under your house, you know, think of it that way. So the water system under your house flowing through pipes. Pain acts like this. Pain, or should I say, sorry, fear acts like this. Fear acts like a uh, complete uh, a blockage in the system, like a plug or a blockage in the system. You know, you put, uh, there's, there's some sort of twisted pipe or on a neural network in your brain something gets uh, disconnected it gets twisted and there's some kind of physical problem there which un stops the synapses firing okay so the messages can't get through clearly right um so what fear is doing is producing literally this blockage in the system of the field which is this energy field flowing through you in you and around you and around all things when you fear, think about it this way, what do you do when you're afraid of anything? You tend to tense up, right? So when are you going to get punched in the face? Or something I know something about. Well, you tense up, okay. Um, and because you do that in that moment, um, that's fear. You fear it, so you're physically tense. Now that may feel like, you know, when you get hit, for instance, or whatever, it kind of protects you against that shot, whatever. Well, to some extent, yeah. But if you flow and you relax, you often find that you can move before the punch hits you. I'm using a boxing analogies here, right? So, in the same way, with any idea of fear, what we do is we tense up, and that, that tension is the idea of the blockage in the system. You tense up physically or emotionally, it creates a blockage in the system which stops the the flow of the creator source energy going through you and around you. It creates a plug. Uh, and in effect, what this is, what, is, what does that result in, that fear result in? Well, this is really interesting, isn't it? So if we look at something when, when you're sick or you're ill, or you, let's say you tense up, right, and you're getting hit, what happens is you tense up, you don't flow with the punch and let it, and see it and relax and move off and it misses you. You tense up, it hits you, you think that takes some of the effort off the pain, but what happens is you feel pain. So you, you feel pain from being hit, or you feel pain from an emotion because you go, oh no, um, what do you do? You know, you think, oh, this person's gonna leave me. Oh no, you tense up, right? And you feel the pain all, all the more strongly, right? Yeah, through your fear, you're literally almost making this kind of physical, you know, you can imagine the body tenses up, doesn't it, when we're in that state. Or you worry about somebody tells you something that's going to happen, you're going to lose your job tomorrow. You suddenly feel this physical internal tension, you know, knotted stomach. It's a good analogy, isn't it? Your stomach knots up. Well, yeah, it does in effect. The fear manifests in you as a physical twisting, knotting or plug, a blockage in your system. And that blockage in your system manifests as pain, as pain. And your pain is your reaction to the fear. 
Now, what can we do about that? Well, if pain is the physical form of fear, and it is, think about that. So you experience a pain, what is it? It's your immediate reaction to the fear that you have at the thought of, for instance, losing your job, or, or let's say you know, you're about to get hit by a car, you tense up, you, know, you fear it, rather than relaxing, moving off, the car doesn't hit you, for instance, just as an example. Okay, so that pain is literally the physical form of fear. And this is a really important point. It couldn't be more important. Because then you understand what you can do with that. So we go, okay, what does that mean? Well, like I said in, in the analogy there, if the, you're gonna get hit by a car or you're going to, you know, or you, you know, as I say, you know somebody's gonna leave you. Now, you, or you, you know, you, somebody says, oh, you've got two months to live because they say so, for instance. So you, you believe what they say because it's fearful. The doctor says, you've got two months to live. It's his opinion in a system that you agree with because you know, you're compliant in that system. And you don't realize that the source of all things flows within you and is infinitely able to do anything. By anything, I mean anything. How could it not be if it is everything that exists? This is very difficult for us to accept. I get this, trust me. It's not easy for me either. And the point is, it's, and yet we can look outside at night and go, hang on a minute. So this field of all things created, uh, creates constantly and is and manipulates and brings about in every sense of those words, the stars, the sky, the sun, the trees, the houses you live in, your body, everything you observe is that field expressing itself no matter what you think, in one way or another. That is a provable physical scientific fact. That is what it is. And so if you think, okay, that's what it is. So it is infinite, all-powerful. I mean, literally all-powerful because it is all things, right? This same force creates everything. So when if you've ever experienced anything or you've seen anything happen anywhere, you think, oh, that was kind of miraculous or whatever. Well, that's that source, that field, that force, whatever you want to call it, right? Expressing itself in a myriad of ways. And you can always repeat that because the field of all things can repeat whatever it chooses, you know, ad, ad infinitum, right? Because it can, if it can do it once, it can do it a billion times. This is the point. It's not limited. And you have to remember this is kind of a point as well. We live in a world where people are told, told that there is limitation. You are given the idea of limitation, because they want you to be able to do none of the things that they know you could do. They don't want that because you would be uncontrollable. So when you start to realize that when you free your mind, much like the film Limitless, you are actually limitless. The only limits upon you are what you perceive and believe that you can achieve. That's correct, okay? I didn't even mean to say those three words together, but there you go. Um, so the point being, that when you literally free your mind uh, by allowing the source to flow through you, unhindered, the key is all these things are available to you. So what, do we, what would we do there? Okay, well, what we would do is, and this is kind of, you know, getting back to the pain scenario or the, or the fear and pain scenario. So you have some experience, let's say it's an emotional experience or you, have, you receive some emotional impetus which causes you the feeling of pain. You tend to tense up, you had stomach knots, whatever, right? 
you can you are choosing at this point to react and you're reacting by tensing up in that tension is the physical form of fear and it is pain right so in whatever form whether it's emotional pain or physical pain so what you could do instead this would be the other choice is is to sit back realize that all things are the conscious field of everything and how i react to anything is my choice and go i see but I choose, and I might make this statement to the field, I choose to live healthily for another 60 years. Let's say you made that statement, right? I am living healthily for 60 more years. You could make that statement. It's a statement. It's an I am statement. It will work, right? The only thing that prevents that statement from working is the global thought form around you of fear and your belief in it. That's literally true. Uh, it sounds out there because everybody buys into the same field. Everybody, by the aspects of the field, should I say. So everybody buys into the same idea of the fear and um, they repeat it to each other. So it becomes a self-propagating wheel, you know, self-perpetuating wheel. And the problem is, if you sit back then, instead, you could say, right, as I say, uh, I choose to, you know, live healthily for another 60 years. The doctor said, I'm going to die in two weeks. It's like... I either go, oh Jesus, he said this, or I go, he's a, another being speaking to me and he operates within this field of fear. I do not, therefore I have no connection to him. Therefore I see the bigger picture, I see the field which does all things, creates all things, is all things, at all times. And I choose that the field molds this thing for me and molds my body like this or molds me in this way. and. Um, you know, so that I can be healthy and live for X amount of years, whatever. That's what I choose. I put that out to the to the creator source, and I observe. Let's say I have a physical pain or whatever, or emotional pain that I'm suffering, still worrying about this. I observe that pain or that insecurity, any level of pain or fear that I'm experiencing, which is, as we said, the manifestation of the fear. I observe it and I let it be what it is. I don't try and force it out, and I don't, because I've made my statement to the source already, expect it to disappear immediately. What I do is accept it for what it is, observe it, and in effect, give it uh, validity and love. And what that means is that everything in it that you experience is an aspect of the creator source, no matter how bad or good it might be. So if you try to invalidate it, often it will return again and again. The same way as you could have, uh, you know, an operation for something, to get rid of something, and then it could return later in a different form. You might get ill in a different way. Sometimes this happens, right? Or you get side effects from different medical procedures, right? Well, the reason is that what you're getting is the same energetic form of fear returning because you haven't really allowed the expression of, the, of this idea of the pain or the fear within you, watched it and gone, oh, I see you there. Yeah, that's kind of like pain and falling, you know, I'm not kind of scared of that, but I can see it, observe it, relax and observe it, facing your fears, loving your demons, embracing the fear, letting it wash over you rather than tensing. And you, th you know, you can imagine that as you're thinking this through, you experience, you think something's going to hit, your car's going to hit, you know, imagine you visualize it in front of you, instead you relax, you see it clearly and you take one step back and it misses you, right? The same idea. So if you can do this, but you're not 
judging it. You go, oh, I see that. And you can even observe that fear within yourself. It's still got some adrenaline pouring through your system, right, in this case. So you observe the adrenaline, you let it be, you let it flow. It has its moment, it flows through you and away. And the creator source washes it away like it would in the same analogy we used of the underground, uh, you know, of your, you know, a blockage in your um, water system under, under your house, for instance, right? It washes away because it's had its moment, it's experienced it. You haven't tried to stop it by putting a plug in the works through your fear. You have simply observed it, let it be what it is, and chosen a different path. Let's say like you circumnavigated the blockage, whatever, you know, under your house by choosing a different water pipe to flow through, just using a simple example, right? But you observe and you say, oh, see, it could, could have done that, that's fine, yeah, that's it's all good, it is what it is, it's an experience of the creator source, there it is, I'll let it go, I'll let it be what it is, um, and I choose this path instead. But I see that it's just another aspect of existence, I'm not going to run from it, and I'm not going to fear from it at all, I'm going to, you know, the same as experience some kind of physical pain, and that's more difficult, of course. It might be very hard, excruciating pain. But if you can sit back and observe that pain, let it be, let it wash through you and over you, it will dissipate. And again, the key here is not to think, please go, please go, because then again, you're missing the point. You know, It's allowing it, letting it go, and letting it be what it is, realizing that it's just a blockage in the system, which is directly proportioned to how much, it is directly proportional in a literally directly proportional in a mathematical sense to how much fear you have invested in it. If you have a lot of fear invested in this pain, it will be very painful and continue to be, right? If you don't and you allow it, let it be what it is, it will flow and the pain dissipates more quickly and becomes less intense quite quickly. This is a fact and I know it's a fact because I've done it myself a number of times in my life, okay? So, Think very clearly about this because what it breaks down to you, and I think it's an extremely usable, user-friendly approach to the difficulties of existence in our world today and, and you know, in general, which is that we are surrounded by this idea of fear and its multiplicity of forms from physical pain, illness, emotional pain, the stress of, you know, daily living in the city or you might get hit by a car or you know insurance or whatever of these things that you we worry about from one minute to the next you know the cost of living all of these things are playing you on fear all of these things cause you pain in one way or the other all of these things are blockages in your system metaphorically speaking therefore by observing them allowing them Choosing a choice to the creator source, the field of all things, making a decision, an I am statement of what you choose, like a prayer if you want, but it's not I, it's not please, it's I am, for instance, it is. When you make this spiritual statement, this true, you know, scientific spiritual statement, that becomes true when you allow it to be by allowing the experience of the interim fear in its pain form or whatever form it comes in, security, you name it, to wash over you, through you, and away, like the river will wash away stones that block it. That's the best analogy, because that's what happens. If you let the, the river be as fast-flowing and free as it is, it washes away all blockages, and it doesn't take that long. Even if it takes a little bit longer, whatever, it does it, right? 
But the problem is, if you build those stones high from your own tension and fear, then it doesn't work and your pain remains. Simple analogy when you break it right down and hopefully extremely useful. On that note, I wish you all a wonderful Yule uh, celebration and a happy uh, winter and winter solstice celebration. And um, in the meantime, as always, I wish you truth, freedom, and balance.